Good morning. This is Pooh. <laughs> hey, it's the Herald of Modcast on the HMC Network. And we serve the base. <laughs> we serve the face. Well, the base, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> A side note, I was distracted to start this morning because you were looking at tits. Tits on my phone. <laughs> What is it with men and tits? Just some pocket tits. Just randomly, I look over and there's like tits on your phone. Yeah, it's just to help us men get through the day, you know. It's like a little pocket tits for like the sad times or the slow times and remind you that, you know, there's still nice tits out there. It's like the Curb episode this weekend was so hilarious because they have this sign language woman and she's... Like for the play, the fatwa play. Yeah, yeah, I remember. She's got a huge, big cleavage and standing there and is completely distracting everybody in the audience. Yeah, and they're trying to rehearse the play and then all of the actual people on set are, you know, in the, you know, are trying to watch the play to, you know, See if they can make any changes. But they changes. aren't watching They're it. all watching the, the woman's side, and Larry wants to get rid of the woman. And well, he gives this funny speech about how men will look at tits over anything. anything the world else. could be burning tits. Yeah. Oh, was hey, tits? Yeah, like totally. <laughs> you like, guys are the stupidest humans. Yeah. Like men high-powered suck. men of influence could be all distracted I know. by like, you guys a suck. phone with tits. <laughs> like this way, this way. Follow me, gentlemen. We were like, huh? huh? Over the side of a cliff. I want to go live on the Amazon island with Wonder Women. We would die smiling over the side of a cliff if there was like tits in front of us. <sighs> well, the funniest bit is when Susie later at her daughter's wedding, the, for, the interpreter's there. Yeah. And she's got the cleavage shot. And so everyone's not watching the wedding. Yeah. And she gets up and she's like, you go. You got to go. You got to go. Get out of here. She's the best. Fucking, she's fucking always. Ah, oh, sorry, I digress. I'm just always dumbfounded by how stupid men are. I'm always just dumb. Yep. Not much founded. <laughs> just well, from tits. <laughs> this episode we're talking about Netflix original series, The Punisher, based on the Marvel comics, and it's starring John Bernthal. Yay, Shane from Walking Dead, and uh, many other roles he has had since. Many other roles. And. Uh, Ebon Moss Backrack. I wonder if he's related to Burt Backrack. Who's that? Um, he plays uh, the guy, Micro. That's his name. Yeah, and he's he was on he's on Girls. He played Marnie's boyfriend. Sweet credit, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and then Amber Rose Riva is the uh, Homeland Security. Her name's seriously Amber Rose. Yeah, Riva. 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 Yeah, but Amber Rose. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. And uh, she no pl- relation, I'm she, sure. No, she. I doubt it. She's British, and she plays the um, Iranian uh, homeland security mm-hmm. officer. Very, very nice. So it's a how many episodes? Twelve in the episode? Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, we watched it three at a time, which doesn't add up quite. I guess we watched one on its own. <laughs> I guess we did. Um, or maybe it is twelve. Maybe it's twelve. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But uh, what do you think? I don't know. I don't you know. don't know? Well, I do know. Okay. And I got to say, I feel like this whole Marvel Netflix universe has gotten really good at the old bait and switch yes. of my attention. Yes. As much as I was really looking forward to this series, I feel like the trailer was sort of the most 
high octane thing about it. That's true. And it's funny because when this the series last episode ended, it started to show the season two of Daredevil, mm. and they're showing all this action and suspense and intrigue. And I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. And I was like, wait, they're just gonna do the same fucking thing they did with this and Defenders, yeah. Where it's like they just they give you these scenes, this dialogue, dialogue, yeah. dialogue, <laughs> and especially in the Punisher, man, it's just like two two these two person scenes. Everything's explained with like. To you, two people in the office. You two right. people in the basement. Those two people in in the his yeah, fucking it's a, wife's it's house. It's a blueprint, definitely yeah. well, for this, this TV like, series. Does, there are no other. T- you two people in this in the fucking right. pier. Yeah, it's, all of them do that. Oh, Every it's single awful. one of them. The Jessica Jessica Jones does Daredevil. So these this one is going to ultimately tie into Marvel's Defenders. Sure. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. What am I missing? Iron Fist. Iron they all had their own first series, except Daredevil's got a two. It's on series two. Yeah. And, and Jessica uh, Jones has two seasons. Jessica has two seasons. Yeah. And uh, the Punisher makes an appearance in Daredevil season two. Right. And uh, I guess he's going to show up in the Defenders season two, Something. right? I don't know. I know they're doing a, a Punisher season two. Like that's been announced. Yeah. You basically wait the whole episode to the last 12 minutes to get actual Punisher action. Except yeah, for the pilot. Yeah, and the pilot, looking back, was sort of the coolest moment of sort of brutal brutality. Yeah. Punisher brutality. Like, you know, and his name is like Punisher, not like, you know, fair guy goes <laughs> out to like... <laughs> well, set up who he is. Like, Well, he's Frank Castle. Yeah. Hammer swinging freaking... You know, ex special forces, and they really tie in a lot of the special forces stuff. Right, like the whole first ten minutes of the first episode, they go into this sort of backstory that we don't really get to see of him killing everybody leading up to now who this uh, Agent Orange that he's trying to right. kill. And it's sort of like I wanted to see that story. Yeah, you get to see him kill one guy in a bathroom, and the guys are like, "Get a room, fags!" Like <laughs> it was like the, the, the that was all we saw of that really cool. Well, and the guys on the motorcycles he killed. There were some other. Kills oh yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, right. But then we go to him being like, "I'm no longer the Punisher. I just want to swing my hammer at this wall. I'm a simple man." Yeah, he's doing so construction. It- he's got a new identity because people think he's dead. Mm-hmm. So the Homeland, I mean, we find out pretty quickly that he's been double-crossed and that he was used as kind of a, you know, a scapegoat. scapegoat he was a CIA, yeah. he was recruited to be a strong man along, along with his buddies, who are this guy, Billy, who now has a wealthy security firm. And yeah, he does Billy work Russo. for the government, yeah. Kind of slimy. And the guy who plays Billy Russo, is, uh, he's in Westworld. He and also plays a slimy guy in there. He also, yes, he does. Uh, he uh, he's a British actor. I'm looking it up as we as I talk. But he's you totally buy him in Westworld. Oh, here he's Ben Barnes, Billy Russo. Um, he is uh, you totally buy him. In oh, Westworld. and he also he was Prince Caspian in the Chronicles of Narnia. Oof, I didn't even that was a realize long time that. Ago. Shit. That's who he is. Holy shit! 
Yeah, but he plays Logan in Westworld, and he's kind of like the slimy son of the Rich owner. Rich kid, yeah. And you buy it, because he's kind of tall and slim. Yeah, he was a little too pencil-necked in this to yeah. be like ex-special special, Yeah, special you didn't horses. buy it all. Not I mean, he's really. a decent actor. He's a good actor, and he says he's British. He had the you know New York accent, pretty thick. They're always good at giving it real thick. Yeah, you know? I know. Yeah, yeah, they can do that. They can do that. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was fine. There's a lot of things in the story that sort of didn't, you know, gel. Yeah. Really. And it was just such a pain in the ass because the, the action sequences are really good. It's like John they Wick are. or The They're Accountant. Violent too. Very violent, doesn't uh, pull punches. They stayed true to the sort of darker uh, rated R nature that is in the comics. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the, sort of the Punisher tradition, if anyone saw. The Tom Jane movie, that was a little, not quite as violent, but the one that they made with Ray Stevenson was really violent. Mm-hmm. And actually, you go back and watch it, it's not a good movie, but it's really true Punisher it's, action. Yeah. It's pretty kind of cool, silly. actually. It's silly. It's over the top. But I like, I still, I watched it, it was on like, I It's see, more fun yeah, than it is the Thomas fun. Jane one. Way more it's fun. sort of sad. Sad and sort of sappy. Yeah. Yeah. And then this one sort of falls in the middle somewhere. Because it's more realistic, it's more of a drama, but it's almost like Punisher SVU or Punisher Homeland or something, because there's so much <laughs> but not dialogue. But good quality of a drama. That's no. the thing. It's like all these Defender ones, with the exception of Daredevil, which I think is a little bit better, although there's all these crossover characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what Marvel does well. They build their universe, and they have they have a master plan that they're going towards. Yeah. So they've got you know the what's the, the name what's the name of the reporter Karen. Karen so she's in Daredevil, and she's also in Punisher, and mm-hmm. she ends up in Defenders. I mean, they have they have it really well orchestrated, but the, I don't think the writing is as good as you know Something like a great like drama, yeah. right? So they're trying to, they're really pushing that narrative and there's so much of it is spent just sort of the drama of it. And he befriends Micro, what's the guy's name? David. Lieberman. Who also, who was a whistleblower and they think he's dead and he's hiding out from everyone and his family. Yeah, he like faked his death and he's sort of like black ops. Hacker. Hacker, yeah, dark web a, stuff. And he, the two of them ultimately team up, but... Uh, uh, the Punisher kind of has to go check up on his family and sort of befriends them. Yeah, that's another and- funny story because there's cameras all in the house. So you spend a lot of the show watching Lieberman watch his family yeah. interact with the Punisher, right. Pete. Pete Costello that's or whatever. new name. Yeah, yeah, his alias. And he's sort of... And the and the wife is sad. She lost her husband, so she's sort of starting to fall for this guy. Yeah, comes in and sort of Mister Fix It. Yeah, there's a lot. Like there was that one episode I even said, I'm like, what the fuck even happened to Sexophone? He like unclogged a drain. That yeah. was like he's like the plumbisher, <laughs> the plumbisher. Yeah. It was fucking silly. Like we the whole episode went by. Like all I remember was him like fixing the house. Yeah. He's like I I went out and punished the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> then I punish those dishes too. <laughs> then I punish the the fucking roof. Got put up some new sh- fucking shingles. Punish those shingles. She's like, it's all right. We just let him say that, so it still feels like he's got something tagged to his old life. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean, I don't mind that they have these subplots because, in fairness, they all do tie together, mm-hmm. and they they sort of wrap it up. This, there's a subplot sort of that also connects with. Uh, the um, agent who, mm-hmm. what's her name on the show? A Bonnie or a Bonnie, a Donnie, something like yeah. that. And she was in, where was, where's it, Afghanistan, I think? Kandahar. 
and she, she was befriending this uh, local cop there who was killed in this video that the that David Micro, the whistleblower, unveils, and it turns out the Punisher was in that, and he was one of the guys. Yeah, it was his crew right. trying to question people because their uh, mission went belly up, and they sort of went into a, a trap. Yep. Because Clancy Brown's in it for a short time. Yeah, he plays he like the general and he gets killed. In the, yeah, we love Clancy Brown. Yeah, Clancy Brown, shout out. That guy's awesome. From the original Highlander, he plays the mm-hmm. bad guy, the if bad you don't know. Yeah, he's in Pet Cemetery too. Yeah, good movie, he's awesome. He's just such a cool character actor. Uh, but So she's sort of trying to track down. She's gone slightly rogue from her unit because she's really obsessed with tracking down his killers. And especially when she got this video to see it happen and... And we find out there's a lot of, you know, bad agents, agents in the yeah. mix. And, you know, so there's all these different, you know, things that ultimately do kind of come around and connect to each mm-hmm. other. But they spend, I almost, I feel like this could have been, I don't know, six episodes. Like, I feel like they could have tightened this down to like four to six episodes yeah. instead of, there's so much extra crap. Yeah, there's so much. And then there's that whole, like, PTSD guy who becomes a homeland terrorist. Oh, yeah. There, well, because one of the Punisher's buddies, this guy, Marcus, mm-hmm. who lost his leg, mm-hmm. um, he has, like, a support group for vets who have yeah. PTSD. And he, one of the guys in there turns to become sort of like a bomber. Unhinged, yeah, unhinged. Yeah. And um, that's a whole thing. And it also connects back to this. They, I mean, they do again, they, they weave it well into the narrative ultimately. And you're like, okay, all right, this all comes together. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to completely criticize the writing, but the, there's just, it's over, it's over bloated with drama and dialogue. I and, know. And like sort of cloak and dagger stuff. Yeah. That it's like, oh, I just want to watch him punish stuff. You know, we need a story in there, but <laughs> I feel like they just give us like a small punishment <laughs> every episode. Maybe that's how we they wait figure. for like the yeah. last ten minutes, and we're like, "Here it is! Oh my god, that's awesome!" Yeah, and then it goes right into it because you know Netflix just counts down to five seconds because yeah, right. they know you're just gonna watch yeah. the way they end it. So they clearly like write for the Netflix model, like the viewing model, which is an interesting thing that the guy that interview we did with Warren and mm-hmm. uh, Stephen they talked about mm-hmm. that writing for the different the new yeah. streaming. model. Yeah, because they want you to continue watching the show. Yeah. So they'll save any sort of like reveals or plot twists to the very last scene almost. The very last interactions of these characters. And then it's like, next episode, start five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. You have to watch it. <laughs> you know, but after three episodes, I'm tapped out. You know, sometimes yeah. after like half of one, I'm I sort of like, oh, <laughs> am I going to be able to watch two more of these? You know, yeah. it's just sort of. I don't know. It sort of dragged ass. There was a lot of scenes. Like, I'm telling you, when it's like, how many times do I have to watch him and Lieberman argue like an old married couple? They were like that. In it the was, little, and making sandwiches. Yeah. And, you know? Like, you know, oh, it's too much cholesterol. How'd you get that sandwich? Why yeah. do you have that? And yeah. I only have this bag of, like, chips uh, or yeah, something. Yeah, that was really funny. That was, like, dumb and dumber. Where'd you get that sandwich? I made it. Why'd you make me one? It's like, okay. I You know, you could have this some room for Punisher. humor. Yeah, but it's just sort of like, I don't know. It's kind yeah. of funny. I don't know. Well, don't you feel, though, that most shows today are doing this model of just like bloat? Bloat. Yeah, there's a lot of bloat that you have to sort of sit through and sort of like fucking wrap your fingers against the fucking table. Yeah. Grin and bear. Like, no, this is cool. This is great. Yeah. In my mind, I'm just like looking at my phone or freaking, you know, looking at boobs. Well, maybe that's why they're doing it. 
I, because they they know that everyone's distracted. So that when you are watching something that's streaming, you mm-hmm. probably aren't a captive audience. You, you, mm-hmm. can st- you can get up in the middle. We do. You get up in the middle. You go make coffee, tea, whatever. You go to the bathroom. Yeah. You don't continually sit there and watch it. You're distracted. There's very few shows. Like if it's not live TV, which doesn't matter anymore anyways because DVR. Much. Yeah. Like it, but in the old days, like you were riveted by it what comes was on, on once a week. Most right. I think they know. Yeah, most people just turn on a season of whatever show. Yeah, have their laptop open. They're just on Facebook and whatever, and the show just plays in the background. Right, and then when an action scene comes up, they put They're their there. head up over the screen. It almost felt like that. It feels like it's a new model of writing content. It's like we're gonna bloat. Because we know you're going to catch a percentage of this and you're going to catch the percentage we want you to. Yeah, and enough of it to continue yeah. watching through the 13 episodes. So right. it's like, why make six when we can make 13? Not really make, you know, sort of water the whole thing down a little. Right. But that they're figuring that they're not going to, uh, they're banging on people not noticing enough to be like, this is boring. Right. Because they're distracted. We notice. Know? We noticed because we're like, well, because I really wanted <laughs> to watch it. we watched to review it and everything, yeah. Yeah, and I wanted to see it because I like Bernthal and I liked the the way they were going with it, you know. I wasn't a huge fan of this uh, Netflix Marvel universe. Like, I'm not a mm. diehard fan of the whole thing, but I figured that the Punisher as a standalone series would just, you know, give me, give me what I need. Well, frankly, the DC TV universe is much tighter. Like Arrow and yeah, the Flash. Watching it, I just feel like I'm slumming watching the CW, so I never like actually but watched those, any of those shows. Those shows, I mean, they're certainly not. It, they can't do as much that Netflix can do, and that's why they're. You know, you probably are thinking that, and it's on right. CW, but right. the quality isn't any. Le- I mean, the writing is pretty decent, actually, and um, I would argue that they're much tighter and there's much more consistent action, and it kind of gives. You know, they're, more superhero they're better. Vibe. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. You don't really get a superhero vibe from this. You get more of a, like I said, sort of like Homeland, uh, fucking Punisher, Law and Order. Almost. Yeah. You know, they're just there's so many conversations in offices right. about the same shit over and over. I got a bug in my office. Let's go to the hallway <laughs> right. and like whisper in each other's faces. Yeah. Like, what do you think's going to happen? I don't know. I got a bug. Oh, we want to have a sip of this whiskey because we're just pals. They do that. Yeah, that's right. Well, frankly, they, they're almost doing what Zack Snyder's been criticized so much of is that sort of dark, moody, mm-hmm. taking the superhero, fun, colorful elements out of right. it. I mean, I understand Punisher is, is darker, darker, but I mean, the whole series of them that, you know, they don't have like Luke Cage wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah, the hoodie. Yeah. The same hoodie. And they they were doing what people argued against with Man of Steel. It's Making kind of that it same too- sort of dark and gloomy vibe well i think they're trying a lot of people are still trying to copy the nolan uh yeah, framework let it go folks but they can't yeah. because he's not just like some superhero fanboy he's fucking a great filmmaker yeah, yeah. This, this is that was just his vision of a the universe and it worked and it worked because he made it work right like it's not just something anyone can just do clearly yeah you know or everyone would do it successfully like he did 
but I think I think that still resonates with a lot of people when they're like, okay, we want to make this like a Nolan, thing. yeah, you know, and it, that could work in Punisher because he's not he's sort of like Batman, he's not a superhero, he's just sort of like his rage is his power. It could, it that, could. that would be interesting to see him do a Punisher series, yeah, and do it R because Christopher Nolan doesn't really do R gore or anything, or, you no, know, not even in Dunkirk, not even yeah. But if someone else did it and gave us that sort of like classic Punisher. Uh, brutality because it's a big part of the character you know what I mean and it's cool it's cool when it's done when it's executed right no pun intended are <laughs> are there some superhero or comic book stories that are just fated to never be done right you think oh I don't know yeah I guess so it feels that way it, it feels, feels like like way. let's talk about Watchmen yeah well what is you name? know that the doomsday clock is about to drop like yeah. the, and that brings together the Watchmen characters in with Superman mm-hmm. and the Justice League. And it'll be interesting to see how they handle it there. And I don't know if they're talking about doing that in a cinematic form. Well, they are doing Watchmen a series apparently, and uh, Damon Lindahoff or oh yeah, who did Leftovers, Leftovers is apparently attached to the Watchmen series. Oh well, that's exciting. Yeah, that could be interesting because sure. he's fantastic, and it's not a—he's not the sort of Zack Snyder approach, man. He's a different approach altogether, man. If you could give Watchmen's the sort of uh, sort of depth and sort of uh, you know gray of of leftovers, yeah, uh, I think that would be pretty cool. To I watch. gotta say, I will go on record saying that Leftovers may be one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, it's fucking interesting and different. That's what I. That's what I just appreciate. Even if you know it's not as a, a cohesive narrative, or it doesn't have as much payoff as your average viewer wants. I don't really. I'm not bothered by that stuff. Yeah, it's tight. The writing, the acting. Were, I mean, they got completely screwed at the Emmys. They didn't even get nominated for shit. Anything ever. And it, like, I mean, Justin Theroux was like the performance of his life. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. He has a history with that, me and Mulholland Drive. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was David Lynch, right? Yeah, and yeah. then Lindhoff cites David Lynch. He did the panel for Twin Peaks at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah, year, you were you know? there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was, was cool, man. somewhere else. And so, you know, there's a through line, Justin Theroux, Lindhoff, Lindhoff cites Twin Peaks, and Twin Peaks is David Lynch, who cast Justin Theroux and Mulholland Drive. Yeah. You know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, what would you give Punisher as a rating? I don't know, like 78, 75. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair, I think, given what it is. I think 70, I agree with 75, 7.5. Because I guess, you know, this, you know, it's really good action when when it's there. I yeah. just feel like it's sort of top-heavy with the whole freaking, you know, uh, cloak and dagger stuff and the, uh, you know, espionage and conspiracy theories and it's just sort of like come on let him i kind of like the idea of him against the city like take this for an example when he goes into that uh illegal gambling ring yep and he kills That's everybody episode one yeah yeah and he kills everybody and then he kills the pit boss in the way that makes it look like it was a suicide and right is like well you know uh murder suicide you know it, it killed everybody and that's the end of it you know but it's like how many pit bosses commit suicide yeah. and kill everybody <laughs> and i just feel like the mob would be like that's like Vinny 
Vinny fucking ding dong. He's our right. boy. He doesn't just kill everyone in himself. Yeah. You know, what was his name? Like Suicide Sal? <laughs> like he was, he was due. That's true. You That's know, true. I feel like they could have brought that storyline in where like the mob is not like finds it fishy. Even yeah, the that cops just went, that went was away. Just gone. Well, because they tied it up by saying, yeah, it was a suicide. And uh, murder that suicide. kind of cheap. Well, I feel like if they had inv- involved the mob or just a, a different group of people instead of all of this just sort of like paramilitary stuff. It right. was all very, it was all CIA, FBI black ops military paramilitary stuff uh military contractors and like that whole world when it's like i'd rather see him in the city man in the streets you know you know raiding fucking you know sex trafficking rings or drugs maybe that's what's gonna happen i hope so because i feel like i just i kind of like him as a lone wolf yeah you know out there put taking down people punishing these you know syndicates and right. stuff this whole military thing kind of wore thin especially because it, yeah. it's just like the same thing of him trying to get revenge on agent orange the well man i felt who, a little forced like the pol- politics forced into it yeah they it really and, did a lot of yeah. that a lot of political commentary um gun laws and you know yeah there's a lot patriotism of patriotism and ptsd and, right you know all very timely and very you know so Which that, homeland tackles again right you know like sure. i agree with you i think it should be more like street crime punisher yeah and like you know syndic you know mob bosses and yeah. stuff you know and i think maybe they didn't want to go that route because it's been done so many times but i feel like this is also done all off to death and it wasn't really yeah. that unique of a take on the whole thing. Well, maybe that mob stuff isn't done. Maybe no, in sure season not, two they're gonna like tag, maybe they're gonna tag back to that. Yeah, they might, but you know they have characters to bring in because without spoiling it, oh, one of the characters yeah. is now sort of confirmed as uh, one of the classic Punisher villains. You know, so yep. he'll probably come back in season two as this now as Jigsaw, the Punisher's right. villain, who was also in the Ray Stevenson one. It's pretty like you know tall order of a villain yeah they want to bring in barracuda who's another like classic punisher villain and so they have some stuff they, they can stuff. do yeah but it doesn't jigsaw isn't he like a crime boss yeah okay so yeah that's so, probably where that's going crime boss fighting. right he'd have to become a crime boss because the person who is now jigsaw was not right a crime boss right but he was a you know military contractor guy i don't know i, I really wanted like it the action's pretty awesome when it's there it is incredible when yeah. it's there and i mean Berthal's it's very really violent good at, and gory yeah it is which is good i'm glad they did that yeah. they didn't puss out and do pg-13 nope you know they really sh- did full tang which is cool it's just i wish there was more of it i guess um on a side note netflix just raised their prices up to 10.99 a month what I do you think about that. that i think that might be due to like house of cards falling down <laughs> yeah of, you think i don't know i mean the show's canceled and it was one of their biggest shows and now it's an extra dollar a month for everybody you know, I don't know. I people are going to pay it. Let's face it. I mean, th- there's still it's still questionable how Netflix makes their money and is able to pay for all that content. You know, South Park, South Park makes fun of them now. They do that. That's hilarious. Where like you just call Netflix and an say idea. something, and they okay. How much money do you need? Ten million, twenty million, forty million? We got you. No worries. Three seasons done. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true, and there's a lot of stuff that just gets canceled, like their original content. These yeah. shows, like, up, oh, now nah, it's gone. And then the two seasons, and it's canceled. It's yeah. overwhelming how much they've got on there. I know, and then to be like, well, we'll no, we'll do, we'll charge an extra dollar a month. That's how we'll make our money. We'll see what happens. And, I mean, 
they did go up. I remember it was eight ninety nine for a long time. Yeah, that was. And the they went big. to nine ninety nine, and mm. uh, not too many people freaked out over that. I think the bigger concern right now is what happens with net neutrality. Yeah, and if that passes, what's going to happen? Then you know, companies like Time Warner and others can say, okay, if you want the internet. Do you want like cable? They can say, the same do you want to see deals. Netflix? Yeah, it's crazy. Do you want to see? We're not going to be able you to want HBO Go. Yeah, you know, if you want that, you pay want, extra. Yeah, you surf want the web. Google. You want to have Google in your house? You got to pay this much. Yeah, that's like that'll be the base package. You get Google and Gmail, right. and then if you want anything else, they'll say that's not going to happen. But ultimately, that's where they will want it to go for sure. Well, it's a capitalist. You know, yeah. uh, what's it called? Framework. Yeah. Why would they just be like, no, nah, we can do this now, but we'll, you know, we'll be fair. Same, same as always. Right. It's like, no, slowly but surely, things are going to be itemized and packaged. And you want Amazon too? Do you want, you know, it's like, what? You know, it's like, it should, should be like air. It's free. You should I be know. able to open up a website and have anybody be able to just search it out and go to your website. You yeah. Know? Go to, you know, whatever. Stream content. Go to YouTube, you know. That's well, it will open up new opportunities for dark webists. Yeah, right. That's you know? the other th- scary thing is the whole you know workarounds that people are going to start doing to not have to. Which is bad, and that will happen. You know, make no mistake, that's going to happen. People like to think that there's no um, torrent sites out there, but they're thriving. Yeah, every <laughs> Game of Thrones episode is like the highest downloaded, and it's yeah. not because they go to they download it from they, HBO. It was ransomware. Yeah, it was. You know, every single episode was like leaked, and uh, you know, a week early on right. torrent. You know, so and they're trying to figure out how to battle against that, but they don't really need to because the show is still very, very profitable. Yeah, and will continue to be. Yeah. I just read that the new season of Game of Thrones might not come out until 2019. What? Well, yeah. that's what they said at first, and then everybody got upset, so yeah. they rolled that back to yeah. appease people? No, they're going to do the whole this whole year of God 2018, I'm sure. And then by 2019, April, or what? whatever. I'm not surprised. Well, it's a heavy production show. And it's the, the end, you know? Yeah. So they're going to milk it. Well, um... Just quickly, we won't do a full review of it, but speaking of Thomas Jane, who also played The Punisher, we saw a Netflix original, and also speaking of Netflix, called 1922, which is based on a Stephen King novella. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is about a simple farmer in 1922 who conspires to murder his wife so she doesn't sell the land. Yeah, lands in her name is left to her by her dad, and she wants to sell it and move to the city. He wants to keep the land because, you know, a man without land is no right. man at all. And they have a kid. And so they decide to just take the wife out to keep the farm. He convinces the son to help him. And it's mm-hmm. ultimately the downfall. And this Of everything. This is a dark film. It's a, it's a little story, you yeah. know. But it's a really dark little story. And it's it takes a little bit to get into. And then once the things really start falling apart, you're like, whoa, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And... um I, it was a good movie, but his performance was quite remarkable. Like Thomas Jane, who, uh, you know, I'm sure you recognize him yeah, from a bunch Punisher, of stuff. Punisher, Boogie Nights. He, yeah. B- oh, yeah, Boogie TV Nights. Show Boogie Nights, he was so good. I as think Todd, he won in, yes. The male stripper and coke dealer. Oh, He's so God. good with that the stupid mist. must. Yeah, mist. Yeah. Which, the Darabont stuff. The Darabont stuff. Darabont um, was going to cast him as Rick Grimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yes. Thomas Jane was almost Rick Grimes. Um, 
I have to say he was phenomenal in this role, and he's almost unrecognizable. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, I had no idea he had such range. Because yeah. the accent that he affects, the southern accent, and the fucking like, weight that he lost, and yeah. the tan, that farmer tan. Yeah. and It was pretty was remarkable. Method. Yeah, it seemed like it. Because it was a good performance. And it's a good movie just to watch on Netflix. It's not really it Christmassy. No, a, <laughs> yeah, it's not really for the Christmas season. It's, I mean, if you're a Stephen King fan, it's a little more cerebral than a lot of King stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, at least the movies, like the books, are sometimes more cerebral than the actual films turn out to be. But yeah, in this case, it is sort of a. It's almost ghosts, but it's more like apparitions and mind play, right? And just like guilt, a man ridden with guilt, it, and how it felt. Remember the witch? Yeah. Remember how like that moody sort of sinister silence silence. it felt a little like that it was a little like that yeah different time different era and stuff but yeah there was that kind of filmmaking yeah it was like that yeah that's a comparison uh because it was very it's it's uh i don't want to say it feels indie but but it it feels like the best of indie like it's very high level filmmaking it's well written it's well directed it's well shot yeah it's it's creepy but it's upsetting it's yeah, it is sort disturbing. Of a, yeah, it's not so much like jump scares and spooky, spooky. It's more of just sort of like, yeah, creepy and disturbing and sinister, sinister and stuff like that. But it's good. It's cool. Yeah. By the end of it, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this is it's pretty good. Pretty good little film. Well, it's a statement on humanity for sure and karma. Yeah, karma and just our man reaping what he sows kind of thing. Yeah, too, where it's not really like up to chance. It's like all these things happen because of what you set in motion, and he sort of pays the price for the rest of the film. Yep, you know because he was hard uh, hard headed. He didn't want to give up the farm. He didn't want his wife nope. to tell him what to do. He didn't want to move to the city, and so the only option was to kill her. Yeah, you know, and that's not the only option. It's like you could have just split the money. Like she was willing to give him half. You know, I know. And well, he didn't want to lose the land, and he went one and divorce. There was going to be a divorce, right? And, you know, so he was like, "Yeah." Just oh, because he didn't want his kid to be taken from yeah, him. Yeah. yeah, and he was just like, "Nope." Well, it's streaming on Netflix right now. It's called 1922. Uh, I would, I would give it like a good solid eight point five. Maybe it's really. I'd give it like an like an eight. An eight. Yeah, I'd give it like an eight. Seven eight seven eight All seven right. point eight eight. We'll, we'll settle on eight. Okay. Uh, and uh, you can see that now on Netflix. And uh, what else we got? Walking Dead episodes coming up. The finale is Sunday. The finale. We are really not interested anymore. Yeah, I would anymore. say bated breath, <laughs> but it's more like fucking coffee breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that interesting. Kind of smelly. <laughs> Nevertheless, we will be reviewing it, so you can stay tuned for that. And you can always go to our website, thehmcnetwork.com, for more episodes of the Herald of Modcast and other podcasts. And other podcasts. You said that. And we also serve the base. You can go to iservethebase.com. <laughs> you like, you want to listen to some future with me? I live stream myself listening to future. <laughs> I bet and, there's an audience and for the that. First, the first episode is going to be I Serve the Base 20 times in a row. <laughs> See where we end up, folks. Let's get this thing off the ground, guys. I got Kickstarter, <laughs> so you can fund me, to, so I can buy Percocets and and lean and shit. To fuel. Hey now. Hey hey hey! I'm not endorsing drug use. I'm saying you know if you're gonna listen to Future, you gotta do it right. <laughs> oh, I gotta Lord. give the audience a show, man. All right, folks. That's it for us. As always, 
stay healthy and happy, jerks. And stay stay safe, uh, our fellow Los Angelinos in the fires out here. It's been pretty scary. Yeah, crazy shit. All right, see ya. Jerks.